so I can sleep three and a half hours and function perfectly throughout the day. That is not healthy at all. <laughs> On today's show, we have what I think is a celebrity around campus. Uh, Jesse B, who's actually the class of 2019 senior class president. Uh, and so we are super excited to have her on the show, and this is Senior Semester. Hey Jesse, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. We are so happy you're here. Um, like Grace said, you are the senior class president, so you've had a lot on your plate the past couple weeks. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Oh gosh, okay, so as senior class president, my main, I guess, duty is just kind of help the senior class get through this year. Um, I have some great people under me, including Taylor. Um, but this semester, our class has the pretty awesome opportunity to um, pick the senior class gift. So we're kind of starting the plans for that, which is exciting. Um, I really have no idea what that's going to be yet. Um, but to be continued, to be continued, <laughs> to be decided later, 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 not today. Um, but yeah, so it's been a crazy semester. We just applied for graduation, so yay. My gosh, that email coming out. I still haven't hit the apply button yet. You <laughs> haven't applied now? yet? No, oh my I gosh. still haven't hit the button. You need to do it. I really do need to. Um, so for those of you that don't know, Jesse will actually have to speak at our graduation. Do yeah. you have any rough draft in the process right now? No, not a bit. <laughs> um, I'm very last minute when it comes to any speech or presentation that I have to give just because I would change my mind a hundred times and the speech would look completely different. I am having to speak this Friday at the house dedication, which is the old admissions house, the new alumni house. We're dedicating it to Cornelia Campbell for Founders Week. Um, and so I have to speak there, and that's been my main focus right now, um, is preparing that speech. Um, graduation is just not real for me. I think I'm in denial. So <laughs> I'm definitely in denial. I'm thinking like, okay, where did four years go? Like, is this Honestly, a, am I being punked? Ashton, you can come out of <laughs> the bushes now. Okay, I literally was, I'm working on a project right now for one of my video classes, and it's a thing about orientation and so I've been looking back on social media like finding pictures and stuff and I found pictures and videos from our orientation and it just like scares me because it, I'm like oh my gosh that wasn't that long like it was four years ago but it seems like it was literally an entire lifetime ago yeah oh yeah I I can't even imagine and we all look like babies it's hilarious we were babies we were children we were 18 now we're like really full-grown adults independent about to live in the world on our own and I don't know if I would stretch the term full-grown adult. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have to be sued. I think the world's going to kind of kick us out and say, figure it out. And 18, yes. like, you have so much time left. And now there's, like, literally 97 days. I know. The countdown is, is real. So real. It's, it's a struggle for sure. Yeah. Um... So this is kind of a funny story. Actually, Jesse and I became friends oh because <laughs> at orientation, we were doing, there was a seminar or something, something going on in the convocation center. 
And we were standing, <laughs> we were standing outside of the steps, and everyone, like three or four of us, were on our phone, yep. and Jesse and I were just standing beside each other. And I said, "Don't you just hate it when we're all awkwardly looking at our phone, pretending to look at something, but we really just don't <laughs> want to talk to each other?" And she said, "You're so right. I'm not even looking at anything." She said, "Hi, my name is Jesse," and I said, "Hi, I'm Taylor," and we became friends freshman year. We actually lived in the same dorm. Um, and then we found out that we both did Young Life, mm-hmm. and Jessie is actually from Marietta, Georgia, yeah. so she's a, yeah. a Georgia peach. I am a Georgia peach, right? Atlanta, uh, my hometown. How what did you... wonderful story. I know. It was. I know. That's and it's, so good. And it's so crazy, yeah. because I originally forgot that story, and then Jessie reminded me, and I was like, you are so right, I completely surpass that awkward conversation we yes. had. Let's just yes. ask this question. What did people do before they had nothing to look at at their cell phones? I have no idea and I honestly don't want to know because <laughs> I, I literally think I remember sitting there like clicking random apps and then like closing out. I didn't have anyone to text. Like I was just sitting there Next. like... Well, because all of my friends, so my brother went to Campbell, he's two years older than me, so the only people I knew at Campbell at the time were his friends, and they weren't going to whatever freshman thing we had to be at, so I just had to sit there awkwardly waiting for literally anybody that I recognized to show up, but I didn't know anyone, so sure enough, Taylor showed up, and that's... Because I sure didn't know anybody either. I mean, I'm from Western North Carolina, no one even... I say Campbell, they're like, oh, the soup. Like, they have no clue what college I'm talking about. And, I mean, people do recognize it, but Campbell's almost one of those things where it's like they know all about it and they know exactly where Bowie's Creek on the map. Yeah. Um, do you know where Bowie's Creek on the map is, though? I sure do. It lists it now. When you, like, start, like, zooming in on a map, like, it'll list Bowie's Creek sometimes before Lillington. Yes. Really? It's, yeah. It's kind of crazy. Interesting. Well, we just were named the, whatever, one of the most millennials. populated. Yeah, millennials. Like, but the keyword was town. Yeah. Because I sat there and I was like, I'm confused. Oh, what I mean. Yeah, so I think, like, for the limit Considering ratio, that Bowie's yeah. Creek is Campbell. Yes. Like, yes. I don't really know if I count that as a thing. Yeah. But also I saw on a recent list, one of my friends from State sent it to me, that Bowie's Creek is number 62 in one of the best places um, for a football atmosphere if you're like going to a football game. Alright. So, isn't that interesting? <laughs> that I, is... never, I never would have thought that. But that's definitely... Now's the time. Go Camels. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Honestly, oh, around gosh. here, Go Camels is used for anything like yes. you could fail a test go camels you yes. can <laughs> run across the academic circle screaming at the top of your lungs go, go camels, camels. Yeah. you just have three dollars left in your bank account go, go camels. camels i don't know what i'm gonna do when i get into the real world and say go camels for whatever and people are gonna look at me like what like i'll probably still dumb? say it and just confuse people yes <laughs> i have i have a sticker on the back of my truck that says go camels well, it's, it's one of those things, like, even, in, especially we have this joke, like, if you end a speech, like, you can't end a speech without saying go camels. Dr. Creed will do the same thing. And, yeah. like, you have to say go camels. Like, what do you do? Like, how do normal people end a speech? Like, how does anyone Like Reese Witherspoon in Legally Blonde and say that we did it. We did it! <laughs> oh, 10 out of 10, that is how I will end. Okay, but you have to say, we did it! Go I camels. Will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You have to say it. Absolutely. And then I'll scream and cry. And I might just steal someone's little chihuahua to like hold in my hand with me. <laughs> Bruiser, Fine. please I'm gonna do, do that. <laughs> if you don't do that, I'm going to be disappointed. No, I'm absolutely going to do that. Uh, am I allowed to have a dog in there? Maybe. I hope so. Why not? 
don't know. I just won't ask anybody. You just do it. Seek forgiveness rather than ask permission. I feel like that's a great piece of advice. What are you going to do about like graduate? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe not. <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe I'll just stick to the t- stick to the speech. Yes. She gets up on stage with the dog. Sorry, you can't walk. Oops. <laughs> that would be bad. That'd be really bad. Jesse, why don't you talk about some of the jobs you have had on campus? Um, you are so involved, not even <laughs> with just SGA, but with so many um, of the background information. So I currently work as a student worker for the Office of Alumni Engagement, as well as I'm a call team leader for the Office of Annual Giving. So I spend a lot of time talking to our alumni, which has been, over the past two years, or three years especially, um, has been such a blessing to be able to hear their stories, and it's kind of shaped how I look at Campbell. Uh, My experience is very different than most Campbell students. I grew up with a mom who went to Campbell, so she very much instilled in me, like, as since a young age, like, that go Campbell spirit that we're mm-hmm. talking about, it's, um, this is her favorite place in the world, uh, but I didn't think I was going to go to Campbell, I thought I was going to go anywhere but Campbell, um, and then when my brother went here, I was like, I'm definitely not going to Campbell, I don't want to be Dawn's little sister for another four years, um, well, oops, this is the only place I applied to, um, <laughs> I have basically yeah. the same story, my sister yeah. was here, and I'm like, I'm not, not going there, go um, yeah, so, Eventually, I just decided, okay, why am I fighting this? Like, this place feels like home. This place feels like where I need to be. Something's calling me here. So, I show up freshman year. Um, I joined my sorority. Um, that was pretty much my, the extent of my involvement, I guess, my freshman year. And then sophomore year, I started working with call team. And all of a sudden, I got to see the flip side of everything Campbell University. And I really just fell in love with the institution itself and everything that we stand for. Our faculty and staff are second to none. Um, they're just incredible. And so I started getting to talk to them more and talking with our alumni, hearing why they love Campbell. And I just, honestly, I just fell in love over and over and over again. Um, and then I started working at the alumni office the summer after my sophomore year. Um, oh my gosh, that was two years ago. That's kind of crazy. Um, We're getting old. (laughs) We are getting old, and it's working with Sarah Swain, who's our Assistant Vice President of Alumni Engagement, and our Director of Alumni Engagement, Nikki Olive, Um, how they experience Campbell, because Nikki didn't go to undergrad here, but she got her MBA here, but Sarah graduated in 2000, oh, she's going to kill me, I think it's like 2004, 2005, I'm wrong, but they have been incredible mentors and have helped me grow with leadership abilities and they kind of just let me experience the fun side of Campbell. Um, That kind of got me, I guess, pushed me to get more involved. So I now serve on our student philanthropy committee, which Gary also serves on. Mm -hmm. So seniors look around for posters that say seniors free food and t-shirts. You guys should all go. The event's going to be really awesome. That's the senior breakfast on Tuesday, correct? No, yes, Wednesday. 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 Yes. Campbell Giving Day. Yes. Okay. So students also look for information for that because that's a big day. We're looking for a thousand donors. We did it last year. We can do it again this year. Um, it'll be a long day for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that through all of those roles, I I don't even know how to describe it. I just, but I love Campbell more than probably most normal people do. Um, that's fine. I claim that title. But. <laughs> I don't know, it's just helped me grow so much and taught me so much about myself, what being an adult is like, what, well, what little I do know. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I wouldn't call myself a full-grown adult yet. Um, 
but honestly just what the Campbell experience should look like and what it can look like and and you're actually not an out-of-state student anymore. I'm not. Right? After my freshman year, my mom moved up from Atlanta, so she lives in Andrew. She's actually moving to Fayetteville in, like, three weeks. Um, we are, we're city girls, and I think she tried to deny that for a little bit. She's like, no, I want to live, you know, as close as I can to Campbell, and I'm going to live in Andrew with a population of, like, two people. Good old Andrew. Um, good old Andrew. Um, and so she's moving to Fayetteville because she needs civilization. Um, which I, you know, it's fine. Um, but yeah, it's just, everything has kind of culminated. That's why my senior year, I was like, this is my last chance to join SGA actually. And I really wanted to have other students to give them the experience that I had and show them why I love Campbell and how much they can love Campbell. Um, because it's, it's incredible. And you, you're, you're talking about all the things that you're involved in on campus. What has been your favorite part of Campbell? Oh, your favorite experience that you can tell everyone about, or maybe a funny story that you've had kind of through your four years. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. I, I don't know. Cause I, I really have like, I've put my, you know, hand in a couple different cookie jars. Um, I don't know. Is that the phrase? That's not the phrase. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It could be the phrase. I've heard that, yeah. I think so. It's a thing. Yeah. Okay. All right, good. I'm not crazy. Well, um, I don't know. I think that each and everything that I've been involved with has taught me something different about myself. So, like I said, I grew up with a brother. So, DeFi has given me, you know, 70 plus sisters um, that have helped me and, you know, some of the worst and some of the best parts of my life. Um, and I was talking about it the other day with during recruitment that, um, you know, they've gotten to sit with me and crack me on the bathroom floor during my worst moments of my life, but then they get to celebrate with me in the best parts. And so that's been incredible. Um, SGA has taught me how to give back to Campbell from a student perspective um, and um, really shape and change Campbell and leave a legacy. Um, Student Alumni Association, which I'm also the president of, um, has really given me the chance to help other students connect with alumni, which has made a difference in my life. Um, and then, yeah, my, through my jobs on campus, it's, it's really given me a chance to help make that difference and bring in alumni and show them why Campbell's still as great as ever. So I honestly don't know if I could say that I have a favorite. I know that's cliche and I know that's cheesy and you're always supposed to be able to pick one, but I honestly don't think I can. Um, I've gotten to meet so many incredible people and I've had so many incredible friends, um, that this place is, it's just, a, it's the heart of, I think, everyone that's here, so... I think that's a good answer. I don't think I could pick a favorite memory. Yeah. It's no, hard. I just have, I've definitely had moments that like stand out over others. Yes. But a favorite is probably not possible. I would be talking for hours. Oh, oh about yeah. funny stories. I'm just waiting until I have kids who are like getting ready to go to college. I'm like, let me tell you about my college experience. Yeah. And I could sit there for a week and just talk about it. Yes, absolutely. My mom was very great when she, I was growing up, and she was like, you know, I went to Campbell. I loved Campbell. Obviously, I hope you go to Campbell, but, like, she very much left and said, this is your decision. Mm-hmm. Um, you you go where you want to go. You go where the Lord calls you. And the Lord called me to Bowie's Creek, North Carolina, out of Atlanta, Georgia. I got that question a lot. Like, my freshman year, you're from Atlanta. Why are you at Campbell? Why are you at Campbell? Yeah, I think, I think everyone has a different story, though. Yeah. I mean, my parents were very much the same. Um, my parents both went to ECU, and so they're very much the same as, like, you know, we loved ECU. We had time where, like, fun times while you were there, and, like, we're going to take you to go to visit and everything, but, like, you need to make your own decision of where yeah. you're going to go. And I think 
my parents are happy that I came to Campbell. Yeah. Um, and not that they would have been happy if I had gone to ECU, but I think they would have been happy, like, anywhere. But Campbell, you really get the family atmosphere. Yes. Like, with your family at home, they become part of the Campbell family. Yes. And so my parents have also gained orange in their wardrobes. <laughs> so. Absolutely. My dad definitely has way more orange <laughs> yeah. and Campbell stuff than I do. And it's honestly shameful. But, I mean, I'm happy, like, you know, he Campbell Pride, go ahead. But, like, the man <laughs> goes to the bookstore every single time he's here. Or oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. My mom. He's obsessed. He's all like, yes. oh, my daughter goes to Campbell. And, yeah. yeah. No, my mom was, she's Campbell Proud. More than I think most. Um, you know, she helps with Harney County Alumni Chapter, I guess now we Cumberland. But yeah, it's just, it's parents love it. And I think that what's so great about it is we are kind of in our own little bubble here. Um, and we are very safe and we are very loved and nurtured. And our faculty and staff do everything they can to make us feel warm and welcome and have that family experience that's truly unlike any other um i haven't ever really heard that from any of my like friends that go to different schools they don't ever describe they're like oh yeah like it's a good time like oh yeah the academics are great like i have fun but they never use the word family um and this is like their small little group of friends but like this university is a family and i think that's so 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 different than anything else well and i think it's something that like you have if you know campbell you've like been there Yes. You know what it is. Yeah. Where there are so many people that are fans of larger schools mm-hmm. that aren't even close to those schools, have no connection. Right. Whereas, like, if you see someone in a Campbell t-shirt, like, they you know you can talk to them about something. Right. Yes. Because um, they, they, yeah, to wear a Campbell shirt, you know Campbell, and to know Campbell is honestly to love Campbell. And that is so, so, so unique because... I mean, I get mad when I see people in, like, an NC State or an ECU shirt. I'm like, you didn't go there. Like, you don't go there. They're not wearing our stuff. Don't wear theirs. Yeah. Um, I remember that. That was, honestly, I think it was at the same seminar, seminar where Taylor and I met. But I truly remember when this man, before it started, was running around with a microphone. I don't know who this man was. I'm sure I would now if, like, I recognized him. But um, I was running around, and I guess someone was wearing a, another school shirt. And he ran up to them with the mic, called him out in front of everybody, and said, they don't wear our stuff don't wear theirs, go camels, and then continue to around. <laughs> go camels. Yeah. So it's just, it's one of those things where, like, it's, Campbell is such a unique spirit in itself. And as much as it's grown since we've been here and the changes yeah. that have happened and that are going to happen, um, it's It definitely so gets in your blood and it, it stays. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, it is thick. It is. <laughs> it's, it's a love and you've got to be able to, to own that. And I don't know. Yeah. I love it. Jesse, on kind of a lighter side, you are a um, coffee oh, gosh. advocate. Yes. <laughs> I don't know anyone on this campus who drinks more coffee than Jesse B. I love her to death, but I've worried about her bloodstream at times. Oh, my God. But I'm talking like, I'm not calling you out because I love it, because I love coffee. But you, <laughs> she came up to me one time. She said, I've had four venti iced coffees today. And I oh am. <laughs> she said with like 10 extra pumps of espresso. And I'm like, okay, well, the start, they're, they're trying to kill you. Like, you it's not. didn't sleep for a week. <laughs> she never does. No, but it's, I don't know. I truly, I love coffee more than anything on this planet. I think every barista at Starbucks and Creek Coffee know my orders like a creek coffee it's a large ice creek no matter what no matter what day it is if it's negative two degrees or it's 100 degrees i'm getting a large ice creek that there's that like it's just that's 
how that's going to go. Um, but Starbucks, I'll switch it up a little bit, but typically it's a um, venti white mocha hot or an iced caramel macchiato. Um, always venti, always large um, because <laughs> I need it. And yeah, it's, it's a little bit I mean, a don't fix something that's not broken. It yeah. works for me. Yeah. It does. But I did, I think sophomore year was the height <laughs> of my coffee addiction. And that was really bad because I... Yeah, like I was drinking like four venties a day and all of a sudden I was like, why haven't I eaten today? I'm like, I'm still not hungry because I've had so much coffee and I can't, like I cannot physically. I was like, okay, my are just like, go, 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 go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I just, I never stopped and yeah, people would. When I saw her, coffee. she was talking a hundred miles a minute and yes. I was like, maybe you should get a snack. <laughs> yeah. You're <laughs> a cracker. Yes, it does. Well then when I started cutting down, like I didn't even cut out caffeine because like that would never happen. But like I'd go down from like four to one and I was having caffeine withdrawal headaches. I was like, this should not be yeah, happening. That, I still had you're coffee still today. Caffeine. Yeah, that's it's good. bad. It was bad. So I'm slightly more tame now, but like even my bosses recognize my problem because one sent me a text the other day and it was like I consider um getting it was like a meme and it was like I consider getting iced coffee and still making it to work on time. Um an Olympic sport and she literally sent it to me and it's like this make me this made me think of our coffee addiction. And I was like, I love wow. the jokes or the memes that say like when you're twenty minutes late but walk in class with a fresh coffee because oh, honestly yeah. that's like me and that's Jesse for yes. sure. Like Cam Turlington called me out on Twitter <laughs> um, because she did not know if you saw it. There was someone that tweeted, um, like, this girl walked, it was, like, from another student's perspective, like, this girl walked into class with an um, iced coffee, and the teacher said they couldn't have it in there, so she just turned around and walked out, and Cam Turlington tagged me, and I was like, wow. I would do that. No way I would throw that away. Absolutely. Because then then Davis responded um, and said, Farmer knows better. And I was like, honestly, like, that's true. Like, none of my teachers would expect that because they know I turn around and walk out. So, Farmer walks in with coffee in his hands, too. He does. (laughs) He has coffee hours. And for those that don't have Farmer, it means office hours at Creek Coffee. Yeah. Um, So, I I think it's just, you know, we acknowledge that we have a caffeine addiction. But you know what? We have hard classes. We deserve it. We work hard. We deserve Mm -hmm. it. Exactly. I don't know how people don't. I will spend my last dollar on a cup of coffee i will say i'm broke till the day i die but you better believe i will fork out the five dollars and 55 cents it takes to get a large ice creek like, <laughs> you probably will not see me with a coffee but like i will go to a coffee shop and get something yeah but like i'm just not a coffee fan but i don't really do caffeine either for those of you that didn't <laughs> and can't see jesse v just cut her eyes so hard at gray barn hill that a flips could kill i would have no co-host for this podcast well, I just, like, oh it's just like one of those things i like i just have to have sleep and so i just like it's I for don't. the week you can sleep when you're dead well i have for i did this in high school which is bad like i guess it started that early but i have like learned that like my sleep cycle is three and a half hours and oh i can God. survive yes. it, it <laughs> takes because like normal people like their sleep out or their um sleep cycle is like three to five hours i think so like i learned mine's three and a half hours so i can survive perfectly off of three and a half hours of sleep um most people get like two sleep cycles on it that's like the eight hours if you want two sleep cycles but i think you're technically supposed to break it up but uh, that's weird uh so i can sleep three and a half hours and function perfectly throughout the day that is not healthy at all. <laughs> it works, though. We do not condone on senior semester getting three and a half hours of sleep. This is a, this is a bad yeah, I'm done. Little, I'm done. Yeah. Sure to get your sleep at night. Yes. I recommend getting your sleep if you can get it. Um, I have This semester, I've done, or this school year, I've done really well about, like, I'm going to go to sleep at a normal hour. So I, well, like, last night I went to bed at, like, 9 o'clock at night because I was tired. But, um, yes. <laughs> And so 
feel like I've done better about that, but I have to wake up early. So I wake up most mornings probably around six or seven. This this past week, I did not do that very well. I did sleep through a few of my morning classes. Um, I'm sorry if you're listening to this farmer and or sober. Um, <laughs> She's telling on herself. I am. Well, I expect it. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so I definitely slept through a few morning classes, which is bad. Um, but I wake up well, like um, Tuesdays, Thursdays, I go to Pilates at 7.30. Um, so I, have, I like to wake up early and go ahead and start my day. Sometimes that's harder than others. Um, but I like to get up, get my day started. And you know what helps? Coffee does. Um, so if I can get my coffee, the world is okay. I think it's something that most adults rely on, so yes. don't worry. Like, yeah. you'll be fine in the, in the real world. My mom drinks a pot of coffee every morning, not a cup. A, a whole pot? A whole pot. But she wakes up at, like, 4 a.m., and so she has to have her quiet time. She did that when she had two my, little my children. My does that, yeah. She can my yeah. mom does the same thing, but she only has, like, a couple cups. Yeah, no, she makes her little, like, pot of coffee, because when, you know, when my brother and I were little kids, and we were running around, and we were loud kids running around banging up everything in the house, she's like, I needed to get up, and I needed to have some me time before the world woke up. Um, I used to joke that she woke God up, which honestly I think she still does. But, um, like, Aww, she, yes, so sweet. because she just, like, gets up, and she has her little me time. She drinks her pot of coffee, and she uh, she does her Bible study. She reads. So you definitely get your coffee addiction honest. Oh, it's, yes. Yeah. Yes. It is. I don't know if I'm in love with coffee as much as I'm in love with creamer. Like, French vanilla. You have, you have a little bit of coffee with your cream. Yeah, vanilla. French vanilla I started creamer that way. is... Oh, I love French vanilla. Oh. I definitely started that way. I will, like, I think every person, like, especially, I don't know if it's a girl thing or not, but um, when you start your coffee addiction young, it starts with, like, the Frappuccinos. They're a milkshake. Well, because I feel like coffee by itself just doesn't taste good. Like, it's just I like la- a bitter I, this taste. will make everyone that knows me laugh, um, but when I was in sixth grade... Um, we went on, went on like a youth field trip and we, so there was like four of us in a hotel room together, which was a terrible idea. Um, but it was like me and then three of my best friends and there was a coffee maker, obviously. And one of my friends like had started her coffee addiction young. And so she's like, no, I'm going to make you like coffee. And we sat there and tried every type, like different type of coffee, different amounts of sugar and creamer and everything. And I hated it and I wouldn't drink it. Sure enough, like, three years later, I started doing it. But I started with little Frappuccinos. It was, like, a caramel Frappuccino from Starbucks. And, like, that's what I loved. And it was dumb because it's not even coffee. Um, and then slowly it just developed into what is now, like, I can drink coffee black. And that might be a problem. I don't do it often. Like, if it's, like, a pure necessity, like, <laughs> I have coffee, I have no creamer, I can drink coffee if I need to or it's going to be a bad day. Um, because you can't see Taylor's face when yeah. she said that she could drink black coffee. Taylor's I think face she almost the most threw up. Disgusted face. She about threw up. Ugh, um, yeah, I, don't I can't. I can't if I have to. Um, it's just. Um, like my boyfriend's house, like he didn't ever have creamer. He had like milk or whatever, so he'd just like make me a pot of coffee, or he'd like start a pot of coffee, and he's like, "Here's my black." I'm like, "Yeah, it's fine." So mm. I drink it black. Well, well. Well, wow. shout out to everyone who's made it this far because this is a lot longer than what we normally go on oh, podcasts. Gosh, I'm sure. But like, we it's, can, we can no, talk about yeah, but that's fine. so awesome. Um, but but Jesse, before we end, we want to ask you: um, Do you have any advice that you would give to underclassmen or freshmen or anyone looking at colleges, kind of that you've learned over your four years? I would say to learn how to do things on your own um, is the biggest thing. I think that. You know, we're typically used to staying with your friends and, like, always staying with your friends and you're afraid to go somewhere by yourself. And, well, I mean, like, if it's at night, like, you know, be careful. Like, be smart about it. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, don't go to the coffee shop at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, like, you can do that by yourself. Um, 
and then just make your own decisions if don't go to school just because that's where your friends are going going to school um with no one else from my high school was the best decision I ever made because I got to grow as an individual and figure out who I am um and you really get like when you spend those times by yourself you really get to learn like who you are what you want what's best for you um and really just grow and mature by yourself which is such 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 an important thing to learn um and I think that that's not something that's stressed enough that's really good advice yeah. because I still hate going places by myself. I do not like it. I will sit and not have food in my house for two weeks until someone can go to the grocery store with me. Oh, gosh. Oh my God. Because I hate That's it. Not, okay. I hate it. Go get groceries. I'll go to get groceries with you. But <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. But, yeah, like, I think it's just, it's something that you've got to, like, do stuff on your own and... You know, because once we leave here, like, we're kind of, we are on our own a little bit, and that's kind of scary. That's what being an adult is like. <laughs> that is what being an adult is like. I'm not ready for it. But, you know, even if it's just go to the coffee shop and study by yourself or go to the library and study by yourself. Um, but, like, t- take yourself on a date. Um, I think that was something I learned my no sophomore problem. year. <laughs> I, it's so cool that I read this book. It's called Grace Not Perfection. I love it. But she, like, emphasizes, like, take yourself on a date. Like, regardless of whether or not you're in a relationship, you're single, it's complicated, whatever you're doing. Um, but just take yourself on a date um, and spend that time by yourself, get to know yourself. Because you can't, like, when you start a relationship, like, you spend time, like, getting to know that person, learning what they like, what they don't like. But, like, you have to spend that time together. Well, you can't expect to love yourself if you don't spend that time getting to know yourself and you have to do that alone, you can't do that with a group of people. So hmm. I think that's kind of where it started for me. Wow. I can't take credit for it. Emily Lay, I think that's her name. That is a great book. Yeah, yeah. I'll always suggest it. Snaps. That's really awesome. Well, Jesse, thank you so much for coming on our show today. Of course. Thank y'all for having me. It's such a No problem. Can't wait to hear your speech at graduation. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no promises it'll be anything groundbreaking. And go camels. Go camels. <laughs> I love it. If you're a senior and you think that you might want to be interviewed, please contact Gray and I. And if you're a junior, sophomore, or a freshman and you know a senior, hit us up. But we hope you enjoyed our show. That's senior semester.